Good morning and welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today is my esteemed pleasure to have on. He's an educator. He's a professional musician and a recording artist. He is David Noah. How are you today? Hey, I'm all right. How you doing, Char? Hey, buddy. How are you, man? How you hold up today, man? Doing all right? I am really doing good. Busy. Um, and that's the way I like to stay. So... How are you? Uh, pretty good, buddy. Thank you so much. Good. I appreciate you taking the time coming on the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. And um, tell us a little bit about My your pleasure. music, man. I was listening to I was listening to your album a bit ago, Fringes of the Night, man. It's pretty badass. I, I like the title song, which just came out not too long ago. But I'll tell you what, I really like Say More About and Six Guns, too. Oh, I appreciate that. You know, and I, I love it when people pick out specific tunes that they like. Because um, sometimes people just make a comment like, "Oh, I really love this or that," and then and then they they don't they don't really know the names of the songs. <laughs> right. But uh, man, I'm impressed. You, you've been doing your homework. <laughs> you know, I'll tell I'll tell you what. Uh, not too long ago, I did uh, I had an interview with uh, Ali Colleen, uh, Garth Brooks' daughter, and it's funny because I picked a song off that no one gave love to. And, and it was her favorite song on there. And I said, you know what? It makes me feel so good. So when I go through the albums, I love every once in a while when I catch something that it just grabs the attention of, of somebody of, of their album that maybe the song didn't get as much love as people wanted it to. And I, I like, those are my top three favorites. That's on there. fantastic. You know, and, and especially since you said Say More About, because that is a song that Jenny and I, that is really one of the first songs we ever wrote together. She came up with the genesis for the song and, you know, she started it out and her and I, when we were just going out, we'd just sing that song together as a duet. And, um, over the years it morphed into so many different renditions and it, the song itself came about, uh, Jenny was, I think she was uh, standing in line at a grocery store or something. <laughs> and and um, you know how sometimes people at grocery stores, you know, they like to have a little conversation right. there in front of you. And she just, she wasn't eavesdropping or anything, but she heard somebody uh, say, say the words, say more about how you feel. Um, and, and, and that was, that was what she took off on with that one. And, and the reason I'm grateful you mentioned that one was because it probably is one of the oldest ones in, in that, in that album, because we had never recorded it. She had put out an album, um, last year, actually two years ago now. And uh, yeah, time kind of gets lost with it, you know, right now. <laughs> yeah, really, exactly. It's like one, two, three. <laughs> Sorry, but, brother, um, ahead, man. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. It was so funny because we always had these different ideas on that song, and um, you know, she wanted it to be be kind of kind of mellow at first, and I was feeling this almost uh, Van Morrison vibe. That's that's and, what I fell off it. That's what I fell off. Oh, awesome! Yeah. And, or, and, or, or a little bit of Dylan, one in, the, in between there. Yeah, know? yeah, for sure. And um, and it was it was always a duet, but she she didn't really care for the 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 Van Morrison vibe. She said, "Well, that's the way you feel it." And uh -huh. so it started. She started recording, it and it was gonna go on her album, 
right? Right. And it, it didn't. It, 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 we saved the tracks, and I finished it up and put it on, on my album. And and it was kind of funny because uh, she, um, I have a duet with her on her album, and the first thing you hear on that is is my voice singing. <laughs> and and on this on that one, hers is the first voice um, that that you hear. Now you and, know I'm going to have her on the show, and I'm going to I'm going to ask her, and she's going to tell me it didn't make the cut. You know that, that's what's going to happen, right? No. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm hoping for that. I can't wait to hear her take on that. Yeah, no, that but I mean, I, that's just me, though. I mean, I get these ideas, these right. orchestration ideas, and I think, oh man, some horns would sound good, or right. you know, this would sound good over here, this would sound good over there, and then I'll look over at Jenny, and I'll get that look. That <laughs> <laughs> right. and it's, you it's know, the creative creativity in both of you cats and, and where you, you, you mend together very well like this song that you do and, and then at the same time you have your own creative differences and that's what makes it sometimes better music or, or like, like you said it, it fit on your album and then you have where you, you fit on her album and I think that's really cool that you know you guys you know can, can really bounce like that because that you know, that's why the song's good. That's why I, I, I like the song, and it just stood out. And I had to mention something about it. I really appreciate that. Yeah, we like to. We've been bantering back and forth about that song forever. I, that was always one of her mom's favorite too. And and when Jenny and I do it just acoustic, just uh, with the guitar, it's 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 really magic. We I, we love, love doing that, that one. Next next, next for, time we can visit, turn around, so we we'll have to sit around, turn around, and, and have you guys jam out to it. Oh, that'd be great. You know, that now, would just be great. Question, man. What, what, what got you into music, man? I mean, what, what really got you started? My mom. My mom got me into music when I was five, five years old. Uh, she would put on these big shows uh, for the Big Brothers and Big Sisters organization. My family was always really involved in, in volunteering with that. And this was back in, in uh, the 70s. And variety shows were huge. Like I remember. The Johnny Cash show, <laughs> Carol Burnett show. So mom took on the role of director for, you know, these, these variety shows that she'd put on for the, the community. Right. And, and uh, that I uh, sang uh, The Unicorn by uh, the Irish Rovers. Oh, and wow. I was so nervous. I was so nervous just to sing. And a little five, little chubby five-year-old up there. <laughs> and uh, and the fun, and it, it, this true story. I um, that wasn't my only job in the show. Also, at the end of the show, I had to sing uh, "Rock Around the Clock" and chase the three little pigs around the stage. <laughs> okay. So get this, and, and, and I use this with the kids I teach and the grown-ups that still have stage fright, because I, what happened to me, I'm five years old, I'm nervous as all get out, and I'm chasing the three little pigs around the stage, and my grandma had built me the most wonderful big bad wolf mask, and it was made out of paper mache, out of a Green Bay Packer helmet, and it was so doggone cool. I didn't want to tell anybody. I couldn't see worth a doggone out of it. Right. And so I'm chasing these three little pigs around the stage and uh, singing Rock Around the Clock, and my foot got caught up in the microphone cables. 
And for and, the kids uh, out there back then, we used to have cables with our microphones. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Got, got all hooked up, got all hooked up. My foot got cr- oh, caught in the no. mic. I fell off the stage. There I am dangling from one foot and I from the stage. And uh, I had a, a, a bag or a basket, the basket of candy that I had stolen, you know, from the, the three little pigs. That was the premise. <laughs> right. And the can you know, I was going to, I was looking forward to throwing it out to the audience. But in the process of me falling off the stage, the candy falls on the ground. And here I am kind of <laughs> hanging by one leg and all these people are running up to help me. I, well, I thought they were going to help me. And all they did was take the doggone candy. So, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> they still thought but, you were I handling mean, it out, man. They still thought you were handing it out. <laughs> exactly. But, but I mean, I, I have just, ever, ever since I, I was little, I've been writing songs. My buddy and I, uh, who formed the Rock and Bones uh, back in the 80s, Really, the, 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 the beginnings, the forming of the, of the Rock and Bones was really when Dan and I, Clarky, were little kids. And we took lessons from the same guitar teacher up the road, Mrs. Kolakowski. And again, this was, you know, the, this was the, the, the early, mid-70s. And everybody was toting around an acoustic guitar around the neighborhood and kicking back songs back and forth. And then once we went electrified, the... The blues and the stones and everything else that came with it hit us. And, you know, then punk rock came on the scene and grabbed me tenfold. And at the same time, I, I started loving Hank Williams. So it, it, it was this combination of, of, of punk rock and Hank Williams and the old country stars. And then I found out there really was a genre called psychobilly and that's that's what it was people didn't know what to call it cowpunk psychobilly but what we were doing is we were getting these gigs and we, they were pretty good paying gigs right. as, as teenagers or you know young adults teenagers and um they were booking us as a you know even though we were playing our own original music it sounded like uh you know, country music on uh, rockabilly on speed or something like that, <laughs> okay. and uh, but they loved it, right. and and what they would book us as was like a, you know a fifties variety band, and we just laugh about it because here we are doing our own thing with our own original material, thinking we're cool as shit, and uh, um, and that's you know that that was a. Uh, that was the beginning of the rock and bones. Uh, I always like to say we play on a lot of Native American Indian reservations when we first started out and bikers, biker parties. That was how we cut our teeth. <laughs> that is great. So who'd you, so it was like, if I said, give me your top two or three that were really, were really influential in your career, who would they be? I, it would, I'm going to say always Joe Strummer from The Clash. Um, his writing took me to a level that I didn't know I, I, I was capable of. I've, I always felt this kindred spirit with him and, you know, when he passed at such an early age, uh, you know, when he, he, at 50 and, and the material that he put out in between it. In fact, they're just getting ready to release a, a a new one by him with some unreleased cuts. Wow. But he, you know, he was talking to, to society at the time. 
he was taking punk rock to a new level and he was you know experimenting him him and, and the clash of course were experimenting with uh you know different styles of music like reggae and rockabilly and ska and calypso and putting it all in in and they did this great experimental album sandinista in fact i think it's coming up on its 40th anniversary i was reading an article Holy about shit. it but but yeah joe strummer was definitely my biggest influence when when i was little though we talk about the 70s of course you know pre-punk or it would have been um you know the guitar players the and this is you know it's kind of an antithesis because uh like james taylor jim croce right. uh bob dylan uh, those those kind of cats, but you know, as, as I grew, I, I just loved the Cramps and the Gun Club and all the the, the psychobilly stuff and oh, Stray Cats, man. But as far as my writing, uh, Strummer for sure. So I, I'm hitting this question with you early. So past tense, if you could play with anybody, who would it be? <laughs> I think I just answered it. That's what I thought. <laughs> give, me, give me another one. Living or dead, right? Living or dead? Give me Ooh. another one. Give me another one. That reminds me of a joke that I don't think I should tell on the air. Yeah. But uh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it for the next time you come on. Um, <laughs> Give me living or uh, other than Joe Strummer? Yeah, I would have to say that you, that, that is a tough one. You are putting me on the spot. I'm gonna give you and a harder. The first thing that comes, the first one that pops into my head, just to have fun with. I, I really think I would love to jam with the Doors. That's cool. That's that's you know cool. I, I I just that's just the first thing that pops into my head after after Joe Strummer. That's, you know, you're the first one to say the Doors. I dig that. You're the first one to say the Doors. Okay, give me a female from the past. Uh, uh, Patsy Cline. Ooh, that, you want to think about it? <laughs> that one was that one popped into my head easy. Okay, give me give me somebody right now. Somebody right now that I would like to play with is my best friend Dan Clark. <laughs> Him and I don't live, don't work together in the same place. You know, we can work virtually, but um, he, he would be my first choice. But as far as you know, uh, record, uh, you know, someone, um, it would be somebody else uh, from from the Clash, uh, Mick. Mick Jones? Oh no, 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 no! Of course, Mick Jones, but <laughs> right but but on. Keith Keith Richards. Paul McCartney. Yeah. I mean, man, if, if I could just sit down with those cats and for a woman. just oh, oh and, and and a woman right now. Oh boy, man, you are picking my brain. Um, let's see, uh, uh, a female artist that I would like to jam. Oh, uh, of course, Amy Lou Harris. Nice. Yeah. Nice yeah. Pick there. Nice. Pick. I we Jenny and I went to a a, a um an event at the Ryman um, that was a fundraiser for uh, Thistle Farms, um, which empowers women. And, and she was, uh, I believe she was hosting and uh, John Prine was still with us at the time. Wow. And, uh, you know, there's, there was just, just certain magic in her, in her performing. I can dig that. Now let me ask you a question. Is being a singer songwriter, I ask this to everybody, um, is your process one of those ones that you just say, okay, Tuesday I'm sitting down and writing, or does it as the spirit gets you, or what is it all the above? What's your deal? You know, you hear a word and it grabs you, like, like, like you know, Joanna, it was, you know, what, what's what's the deal on that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's evolved over the years, 
you know, when I started writing and playing guitar at a 12 string, and that was, like I was saying, I was really influenced by Bob Dylan. So I was really thinking about, you know, as a young teenager, you know, rebelling. And um, I, what would come to mind, it would, it would just be a, a simultaneous process. Um, I'd grab a, a, a notebook and a piece of paper, not even a notebook, just an envelope, anything I'd find. An idea would hit me and I'd write it down. And then, you know, like I said, it changed over the years. I remember Jenny and I sitting at a bar or something uh, in Indianapolis one night. And we were uh, just we just decided to write down song titles and, and we took it. We took the titles and ran with them. But, you know, now I'm working a little bit with uh, uh, licensing and, and sync licensing and things like that. And, you know, they throw different themes at you. So um, and, and that's another thing, though, that, 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 I, that is in my writing process. I mean, I love to write for a specific occasion or for a specific person. Um, we, we did the, the warrior songs. And there was a, 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 a Carissa De Pietro. She had a, she was a female uh, in the army over in Iraq and had tragedy happen. Um, and uh, she told me her story. And then with the producer, her and I created a song that was put on the uh, women warriors. Went to the the uh, warrior project. All the proceeds. And um, it was a healing process. It really was. Wow, that's crazy. yeah. Thank you for sharing. And it, it, it had the distinction of of being named. Uh, it won the 2019 Whammy, the Wisconsin Area Music Industry Award for Best uh, Album of the Year. So uh, it was nice to to be able to um to to take part in that. That that is awesome, and I appreciate you sharing that. Um, so you and so do you and Jenny have the same type of writing styles per se in regards? Can you guys just sit down, or, or is it together? Is it apart? Or it depends. It depends, but you know, we re that was something that I just was just so taken by by my my wife uh, when I met her that her and I are 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 thoughts and our our similarities in the way that we wrote were so. Um, you know, we're so synchronistic. Right. Uh, we wrote the same way, and um, you know, I, I, she might have a different viewpoint on that because <laughs> I will it, find it, out, brother. <laughs> like from her point of view, it's like you know, I, I, she'll come up with a song, and I, you can tell I, I'm so dang excited about music. I love it, yeah, and I and I, I get excited about everybody's songs, and I, I don't mean to come across as being you know, bossy or anything like that, but I know I do sometimes when, when, when I'm working bro. with her. That's creativity. Yeah, I, <laughs> that those juices get flowing and I, and I start getting excited like this. And, uh, and then, um, you know, it, 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 it turns, it, it, uh, she doesn't, she doesn't want, she doesn't like, you know, she, she's an artist. She, she doesn't want her, her, her ideas changed too much. I so. got you. I, I, I understand all sides of that one. Um, hey, let, hey. Let, let, me, let me ask you a question now. And, and as, as we're getting on, you are just talking about the Women Warriors thing, which is a fantastic deal. Uh, you know, is now you also have a foundation, and I'd like to know a little bit about that, please. 
Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, in uh, 2009, uh, my apologies, it, it was t uh, 2012, I, I lost my daughter, Charlotte, and she had played professional professionally with me. Uh, she was my bass player and my partner for, I was just, I'm so grateful that I got to do that with her for four years. And she was just an amazing person, a heck of a songwriter. And she had her, her her own band, and they were just coming into things. And uh, she passed. And um, it, as a result, right after that, I I wanted to keep her spirit alive. And the, the not just me, you know, a couple other people, you know, we we talked about it. And like I was saying, Joe Strummer. Yeah, they have Strummerville, uh, a, a, ch a charity for um, young musicians, independent musicians, and new artists. And that was the the uh, the, the start of, of Charlieville. We started ten ten years ago, um, and it is an organization, a five hundred one c, that uh, provides lessons, instruments, and scholarships for children and young adults and independent musicians who couldn't you know otherwise afford these things um i work a lot with the kids in nashville here you know and doing virtual stuff i'll you know <laughs> to have their their parents or guardians you know they'll send me their address and they'll apply for an instrument we'll get an instrument in their hands and there is just nothing quite like it when 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 they <laughs> when they get that guitar you know and um the the biggie though is a, a scholarship. We give a, give away a, a thousand dollars scholarship um, to the university where my daughter went to school. She had just graduated from college, and uh, it's a writer scholarship. So the foundation it's known as Charlieville, but mm -hmm. it's it's really it's it's AKA uh, the Charlotte Noe Foundation for Musicians and Writers, and uh, I'm just you know very grateful that we've been able to, uh, you know, get instruments in the hands of people and, 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 and provide a, a platform for writers because the, the scholarship is in the English department because she was a poet and a, and a, and a writer. Um, and, uh, that's, that's the, that's the essence of, of, of the foundation right there. And where if people want to donate or apply or anything else, where can they go to my friend? Well, we have charlieville.org. That's the website. It's just being updated right now. It hasn't been updated for quite some time. Um, but every so often, uh, well, just coming up right now, uh, February 27th is usually an in-person huge fundraiser that we do. And we're doing it virtually. Um, and it'll be broadcast on all the, the platforms. Um, and you can donate through that. I hope everybody tunes in. It's going to be a great show. There's some fantastic artists playing and, you know, uh, some kids. And and there's uh, fundraisers that pop up on Facebook for Charlieville. Um, but you can you, you can donate to that just uh, uh, through the foundation or, or just uh, get in contact with the foundation and that that would be through through me or jenny over here 
in in Madison, Tennessee. And David, you'll when we get closer to the event, we'll talk, and I'll make sure to put all the links out there where everybody can watch. So please make sure to do that, so we coincide, so we can make sure to get that out there and have. Uh, oh, that would be it. great. Yeah, we uh, we it's always a hell of a show. Um, people uh, get together and. You know, not only do we lift the spirit of Charlotte, but we celebrate her life and we uh, we have a real good time. And we had a virtual one uh, in June. It was a two-day thing. I had never wow. done anything like that. Virtual two-day broadcast. I felt like Jerry Jerry Lewis telephone. <laughs> You know, by the end of the day, I was like, I felt like a, a, a bumblebee buzzing around. <laughs> well, I mean, I definitely, like I said, I definitely want to uh, make sure to get it out there. We're in 45 or 46 countries, and we want to make sure that, uh, you know, that, that, that Charlotte gets out there and is known and the foundation and everything else gets very well known. You know, on even a bigger scale, if we can help, we're going to we're going to. That would be that, fantastic, that man. And, and not only that, I mean, we are always looking, you know, for people that want to be involved, not only as <laughs> mentors, but musicians that, that we can sponsor and give them a platform <clears throat> to, to perform. Um, and just we've had kids that have come up with this organization that have uh we got one kid that, that uh, won a grammy wow. and uh yeah and um uh, it just um kids just to see them come up and, and then start teaching on their own and uh one young lady uh sarah MacArthur, she goes by holly blue um she has come up with us since you know she was i think she must have been 14 or 15 and now she's uh shoot she's got to be in her 20s uh, and uh she's just just one of them elmer glueskin another couple kids that, that started with us and uh they have just developed that's a great band they are they are a hot band um just a brother and sister that um jam it out tell me it isn't very cool that you know you sit there and you know, some of these kids are, li are, are like your babies, man. You know, you see them start off, you see them cutting their teeth, and now here they are, you know, making it up to scale, you know, you moving up the deal, you know, kind of getting, putting their feet out there a bit more. Isn't that a cool feeling, man? It, it is. It, it feels good. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm just, I'm just so grateful that they are, that they're doing what they love. You know what I mean? And they uh, and they're able to continue to to stay in touch and things like that. And not only that, but the mentors like uh, Kurt Stein, uh, his school uh, school of rock uh, was just tremendously involved in Charlieville and a, a lot of the kids that would perform every year. You know, we're really gonna gonna miss that live this year. But we're we're gonna do our best to 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 to, to pull it off as as uh, a, a, a fun fun virtual event. I, I I know it will be. You know, I'll, I'll tell you what. It's kind of funny. You know, I, it, it's rough, and I, and I love the experience. And like I said, 
we'll definitely get it out there when time becomes in February. But I mean, it, it, it is really amazing that, you know, to see that obviously we have to be careful right now and stuff with everything going on. But to see, you know, that events we just kind of take them for granted, you know, I mean, it's just going to the movies or going out, you know, and or going to a party or whatever it is, is just, you know, I'll bring the premise in there because both of us were sitting at home yesterday. Uh, who'd you pick for the Super Bowl? Who did I pick for the Super Bowl? <laughs> I watched it and pretended that the Buffalo Bills were playing the Green Bay Packers. And, and, and I'm going to wait, 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 guess in your mind who won. Wait a minute here. Um, the guy's last name starts with R. <laughs> <laughs> that would be correct. And I guess he just got engaged. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah so, yeah, yeah. so both the Cowboys and the Packers were sitting at the house. So were the Bills. Uh, but, yeah. Know, but did you, it came did, pretty doggone close this year. So close. So close. Did you, did you pick uh, Tampa Bay to win? I, I'm going to get in trouble with my Buffalo family if I say that because they are just arch rivals. Um, I I started watching it now. See, th- this is this is a kind of a crazy story because you know my father was blind, and back in Topeka, Kansas, uh, we would listen to the the Chiefs games on his old little transistor radio. I remember those, and, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and so the very first games I heard were the Chiefs games. So I've always had a soft spot in my heart, and then just co- coincidentally, the family moved up from Topeka, Kansas, to right south of Green Bay, Wisconsin, and that was right around the time of the first Super Bowl with the, cold, with the Chiefs. You? you just wanted to be cold, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I, 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 cold gets to me. But I'll tell you, skiing is is just the the, the love of, love of my life. I mean, I, I I love music, and that's what I do for a living. But I'll tell you, when I when I get to strap a set of boards on my feet, you know, and and zip down the hill, uh, that that makes me feel feel real good. And I was I was forced uh, I want to say forced, but gently guided into skiing by my marine father, who was a uh, um the skier before he lost his sight. So that's a whole nother show right, right there. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, so, so you, you, so you moved up into Packer territory and fell in love. Oh, heck yeah. I bleed green and gold. <laughs> you and my baby boy. Um, you know, <laughs> so, but anyway, so, well, yeah, well, yeah, I know. remember all the old wrestlers up in there too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, crush I know. Yeah. In fact, I, we, one of the first songs uh, that we would ever cover in the rock and bones, when I was telling you about that, how they'd call us cowpunks, was that song called The Crusher. I, I actually do remember that. That is fantastic. Now, you know, and, and of course, you know, unfortunately, both of us sat at home, so we'll just say, okay, fine, the Super Bowl kind of went, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> Tom. Next. Um, but anyway. Oh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was calling it the Brady Bowl. Yes, I yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same thing. Um, I, my team didn't win either, so imagine that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he so, did seem so. He, he really did seem very gracious at the end. Uh, very I, much I, so. Very much so. Which yeah, I, mean, totally I like cool. that. I love the way he addressed the the crowd, and I, I really love that ghost thing of Vince Lombardi. That that um, yeah, that got me. That got me good, man. Yeah, that uh, was that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. 
Yeah, you were talking about that Six Guns song earlier on my album. Yeah. And and that one, I, I, I not too many people know the story behind that song. That one uh, is written about the spirit of Hank Williams. Really? Because, yeah, because when he passed, he didn't really have too many things in his uh, possession at, right. at, at his house. Uh, six Guns, uh, six guns, says 12 pair of boots and, and a Cadillac, you know. And uh, as a, as a teacher, I, I was would sit outside uh, for the morning duty uh, over here in in Nashville, and uh, I'd hear that train whistle blow, and um, I'd start thinking, man, that 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 very well could be the train same train whistle that Hank Williams heard when he he wrote wrote his song. So that that was that's the story behind that song. I know I'm kind of getting back to what you were talking before, but it just reminded me of that. No, that, that, that's very cool. So what do we have coming up, man? Mm. What do we got coming up? Talk to me, brother. Well, uh, this um, Tuesday, I work, well, of course, teaching. Um, I, I teach a lot of, of lessons. Uh, I'm involved with a, a sync licensing group. We've got an event coming up uh, in a few days. Um, Give it love. And Give it love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> doing a lot of recording. Um, I mean, I'm I'm recording with people from South Africa, Florida, from Australia. That's the the one mixed blessing in this 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 nonsense that we're in right now is that we're able to do recording with people that we normally wouldn't have ever recorded with. You know, Georgia Jones said that, you know, back last year when this first was going on, she was on the show, George Jones's daughter. And she sit there and, she, you know, she was doing, you know, bits with people on virtual. And I laugh and I said, you know, if you'd have told somebody that a couple of years before that, they'd have kicked you out of the studio, not, not out the door, but through the door. How do you feel about All that? Right. Man? I think it's an opportunity. Oh, I do too. It, uh, and it's it, it's kind of prophetic because uh, you know I I think back again as as an educator to several years ago. Um, well, I say several, but it's probably more like ten or twelve now. We're not counting, uh, brother. <laughs> thank you so very much. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were we were sitting in a think tank with the mayor. This, the music teachers, because he want you Nashville Music City. He said right. we really want that to be with our kids. And one of the ideas that I, I, you know, that came to my mind was, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could make music in in real time with kids from from all around the world? Now, granted, it the the, the um you know the beats don't always match up, right? But but it's it's the point of of being able to just be right with someone, another musician, and get their take on it, and see these fantastic these these people that build these instruments in Africa, and they're just so gifted. So my take on the whole thing, to get back, you know, is is that yes, it's a blessing in disguise. And um, if somebody would have said that, you know, we were just going to be playing on on the computer and not live, I I would I couldn't have fathomed that. You know, yeah, and now you it's think about like Bowie and, and uh, Mick Jagger with uh, 
back with Martha Vandell's old song in the 80s, or you think about uh, All Around the World, and or you think about Michael Jackson and uh, and uh, Paul, Sir Paul McCartney uh, on Say, 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 where they're on two entirely different planets, you know, that one was in England and one was wherever. And that was putting a video together they thought was a really big deal, you know, 35, 40 years ago. Now look at it as we're doing this stuff live. Oh, I know. I, I know. And, and, and it's, it was amazing. I mean, I remember the thing that really hit me that, that, that made me believe that I could act, that this was actually going to happen with me and the people that I work with was seeing that first, I don't know if you remember this, but when, when that, uh, that the terrible uh, virus hit, uh, and the stones were playing in, in four squares on the, like a Brady bunch, of course, right. like we're all used to now. Um, and they were doing, you can't always get what you want. And it just gave me a chill. You know, later I learned out that it, it was probably, you know, each each square was probably pre-recorded right. and they put it together. But it sure as hell didn't seem like it at the time. <laughs> no, no, Mick just came off a of heart surgery, so you know he went he he didn't he didn't wait too long to make a comeback. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, it was pretty timely for him, I guess. You know, yeah, that that is uh, it is really amazing. But and I think it's really cool that you're doing this, man. This is amazing. I mean, you know, places like South Africa and Australia. And you're working with these kids and putting these things together. And I do want to say, you know, because you, 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 don't, you don't say much about it. I, I've learned getting to know you a little bit that, you know, how much you do work and how much you do work with kids and everything else is huge respect to you guys for that. Because, um, you know, not it, it's one of those hard things that sometimes it brings kids out of their shell, like you were talking about earlier. And that's a really big deal. And sometimes even with a virtual park, you can bring a kid out of their shell. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it over the past year. Kids that you wouldn't think in in the classroom that are that are shy, um, they're coming out of their shell and they're they're um, you know signing up for for lessons. And uh, yeah, I'm seeing things from kids that you know may, may have had some slight behavioral issues that aren't aren't even a even a concern. Um, in in the virtual world because they are able to uh, express themselves at the appropriate time you know and they'll they'll they they get used to raising their virtual hand and stuff like that and it it always trips me out to think about uh you know the kids that I teach when I would first go out when they first come of age and be able to come out someplace to to hear hear us play hear me play music Right, and, and then I'd see these kids, and, and and but they weren't kids anymore; they were adults, and I didn't recognize them. They'd come up to me and say something like, "Hey, Mister Noe," you know, with a, uh, <laughs> "Oh, man, man!" They talk about mortality. Nothing like teaching to to to, to make you feel real, real mortal. You know, you 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 see them them grow up and. and uh, you know, pursue their craft right. and, and, and just enjoy even, even just the, the sheer enjoyment of music. But um, yeah, we got the uh, Tuesday. I do a class with and I'm sure you'll talk to Jenny about it. Her, her let love rule group. I, I, I run a class for adults called finding your voice through story and song. And we have a lot of fun with that. Uh, and everybody's welcome uh, in, in that, in that course too. How do they get there, man? Tell them where to go. So that one's right there on uh, that one's right there on Facebook. That's very active. I think she's got about pushing 
5,000 members or something right now. Nice. Uh, so it's, it's, it's real easy to find. And she's got some, some real cool, uh, not only musicians, but, uh, just, uh, artists and, uh, people that, uh, are spreading the word about love and goodness and in a time of, in time of darkness. And, um, now, let me ask you a question. What are you guys, what are you, away from work, music, teaching, everything, what are you guys doing to break up the monotony of, of, of all the pandemic and stuff? Are you guys Netflixing it? Are you guys going for walks? Or what's you guys' deal to, what's your deal to get away from everything? Well, sometimes we get out of bed. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> go, sometimes we go pick up groceries. <laughs> no, man, I binged on. I, I here's I, I get in trouble for this. I, I probably get in trouble for this with my wife next week. But uh, um, I, I, I'll stay up late, uh, you know, writing back here in the music room uh, and and putting songs down on 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 my. Uh, Workstation. Now, 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 now that's work now, bro. So you oh, that's me, right. That's right. Okay. But, but my point was, my point was that after I get done with that, <laughs> then I'll go on, on the couch, you know, because I got to wind down a little bit. Right, right, right. And, and, I'll, and I'll pop on a Netflix series and even even something like a, a Game of Thrones, you know, I, 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 I still can't get enough of that one. I must have watched it several times and just, yeah, I, I watched quite a bit i'm into that history man the the, the vikings and the, the not the vikings football team god forbid but uh <laughs> oh um, man you, you just dodged the <laughs> bullet there bro <laughs> i know <laughs> i did i did i got one of these guys in my in my sync licensing group who uh he's a he's a huge bear fan and there's always been that constant packer bear rivalry and we were in a meeting one day and he said uh you know, I, I, uh, I, I'm a Bears fan. I'm not really a sports fan. I'm just a Bears fan. And there's only one team I hate, and that's the Packers. And I, said, I went immediately and put my Packer hat on. But uh, <laughs> you know, I always make fun of the fact that you know, back when Jimmy Mack was on top of the Bears, it was his own player that went to the Packers and then suplexed him on his shoulder, Steve McMichaels. Right. Right. Yep. His own boy. <laughs> His own boy. That's, that's right. And, and through the years, that rivalry, you know, even even though it's there. See, my family, uh, I, my mom's comes from big Italian family, and they're still all, all there in Chicago, right? Ah. So there's always been this, of course, it's it's a friendly rivalry. Sure, 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 sure. But, sure. but um, the thing is, over the years, though, it's it's for me, and again, I might get in trouble for saying this, but it, it, it's morphed into this, and we've always said this with our families, if it ain't going to be the Packers, let it be the Bears. You know, a lot of people w won't agree with me. The Vikings have definitely uh, become the, uh, the, the more of the uh, rival right. <laughs> in, in the division. And then I'm trying to think of a of the most pleasant term I can think. <laughs> right, right. In, in, in raising five kids, none of them like the same teams as I do, so we don't right. do very well. <laughs> but, um, but so anyways, you must have had a lively house last night, huh? I'm telling you, brother. So anyway, so well, look, man. I really appreciate you coming on. It's been a true pleasure, man. Oh, my pleasure. And, and, and I want everybody to go check out, man. Fringes of the night. 
Um, it's, it's a fantastic uh, cut, man. I mean, this is really good. Um, I really appreciate that. You know, no, man, it is really cool, and I really appreciate you coming on. Give a shout-out to your school, bro. I will. Oh, yeah, Hattie Cotton, go Colts. You know, um, you know, but but please do me a favor. Come back on again, um, maybe closer to uh, uh, to the uh, big foundation day in February. Maybe come back on again, talk about it a little bit. Would yeah. love to. Would love to. I could give you a rundown of some of the artists that are going to perform. Absolutely, that's great. And uh, you know, but give a where where can we find you on social media? Oh, all all those major platforms. Uh, 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 Guilty as charged. Uh, my wife, my wife is so much better at that. Um, you so can. Is this David Noy? D- Dave, Dave Noy, actually. You look up Dave Noy, and what's funny is some of those. I put out a kids album years ago, so lots of times when you pop in Dave Noy, D A V E N O O E, all my kids songs pop up. <laughs> nice. Hey, there's but, not uh, too many people that can say back in the day that they put you know, they put out a kids album. I mean, yeah, the, the, my daughter, the the one, the, the Charlotte, who the foundation is named after, she, that was actually her first studio appearance on that album. I think she was five years old. <laughs> oh, that is awesome, man! But yeah, you can find it on all the platforms. You know, the album is on Apple to iTunes and uh, um, all of them through. So, what do you want to say to your fans, friends, and and the people that have you know worked with your foundation and everything else, man? Oh, how do I want to say? Oh, I just thank you. I'm 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 so I'm so grateful for you know the the people that have been involved and volunteered their time. I just thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, they uh they they kept it alive, you know. Um, and that that's for the foundation for the fans of 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 my music i i I love it i love it when when like we started this whole thing you 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 knew the songs um and and you wanted to know what they were about you know it's like people come up to you and they'll say man you were that was great show that was awesome and you know i i've I've kind of morphed into this thing where i i like i want to ask them you know why why was it good what did you like about it you know so that's what i want to say i i I love feedback from my fans love that and and where can people if they want to either sign up or give to the foundation where they can find it where where can they go uh they can go to charlieville.org uh but prefer yeah Join the, the Facebook page, the, the Charlieville Facebook page, charlieville.org. Um, you could, we, you'd be able to uh, get in contact with me through there. Um, and you can also, uh, you know, uh, get in contact with me through that, the, the, uh, the, the web page, uh, charlieville.org. Um, or even on uh, Love Rule, uh, they're um, helping us out a little too. I appreciate it. David Noah, Dave Noah, thank you so much, buddy, for coming on. I really appreciate it, man. <laughs> Char, man. It's been I a can't... pleasure, brother. Uh, ditto. It's been a pleasure for me, too. I can't wait till we can kick back again around the campfire and, and jam some tunes out. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast presents David, Dave Noah. Sorry, but I keep giving you David, but Dave Noah, you go check him out on all his social media everywhere. Check out charlievote.org. And thank you so much, Lifebox Media Channel. We are out. Thanks, man.